0: Hey friends, welcome to the Simple On Purpose podcast. I am Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend and life coach from simpleonpurpose.ca. I am here to encourage you and remind you and give you tips on ways to simplify your mind, your heart, and your life in your home so that you can remove the distractions and show up for the things that matter to you. I am coming to you from my closet today, which I've also known to call the Museum of a Life Unlived. Which is really what all of these clothes before me have now come to represent (laughs) the the life I'm not living. Uh, This is why I instilled formal Fridays into my life so that we can dress up a little fancy, get a little fancy in our home, light a candle at dinner, and still remember that um, we have a closet full of clothes that we do actually like and want to wear. But to be really honest, I was probably living in sweats since maybe last September when all the kids finally went to school and I was working from home. So working home has been looking a little different for me lately, if the kids are here with me all the time. And I've been doing my work when Connor's off of his work. So we're pretty much just two ships in the night passing one another in the hallway. (laughs) That's what it feels like a little bit. And it got me thinking about how my life is a little bit different in isolation. And I was going to just share this podcast about things that are happening for me in isolation. But there's a little bit of a theme that I noticed that was happening for me is that I was, I, I'm learning that it's actually teaching me about how I want my simple on purpose life to be. You know, people are saying like, when we all get back to normal, let's think about what we want our normal to be. And this is worth thinking about by evaluating how we're feeling right now and what feels good, what feels easy and energizing and what feels like it's a rub and, and what are we kind of dreading going back into. These things are worth thinking about so I'm going to run through a few different categories of my life, what's been going on in them, and the things that I'm learning, I'm relearning, mindsets I'm seeing pop up, maybe mindsets that are helping me in how I want to live my life more simple and more on purpose. So the first thing I want to talk about are routines, and we are learning that if we keep enough routine as possible that it feels comforting it feels um, like the whole world hasn't totally dissolved into a constant state of a saturday that it it feels like we can kind of um, live the actual days instead of living in a blur and one way we're doing that is by keeping whatever routines we can like friday night treats or saturday morning chores or sunday as church and chill we're really trying to keep these simple rhythms that we already had as a family in place. And I know I talked about this a lot more in the last episode on scheduling your day at home with your kids. So go check out that episode if you want more tips, more ideas on how to include your kids in it and how to be flexible with it. But when it comes to routine, one thing that I'm learning about myself is I need to stop trying to do everything every day. And we are really digging into batching our days. Like today is a school day. Today is a work day. And I'm finding more peace in that so I can be all in in one area. And then the next day be all in in the other area. Another topic that is trending on Instagram is what we're doing for beauty at home. (laughs) We're not getting haircuts. We're not getting our hair dyed. We're not getting personal services that maybe we usually get. And I think there's an opportunity here. First opportunity, wean your hair off daily shampoos. I did this when my second was born and it hit me that I probably won't be able to shower every day. And my best friend Sophie gave me great advice and she's like, yep. you're just gonna be a little bit dirty (laughs) just roll with it so I rolled with it got the dry shampoo found one that worked for me one that I liked and I do my hair every four days now and I am sticking with it I think I can push it to five if isolation keeps up one cautionary tale though that I do want to offer you is cutting your bangs guys I cut my bangs the other day I did And if you know me well, this doesn't surprise you. I mean, I am the woman who put herself in the ER from trimming her own bangs, and my best friends have threatened to take away my scissors. I thought (laughs) these bangs would be cute. I felt like something different. I, I look like I'm in fourth grade. So bear with me if you see me on a Facebook Live or in one of my coaching calls in the Life on Purpose Academy. Just ignore the bangs. Maybe I'll start wearing a hat or something. But the other thing that's kind of been fun is focusing on skincare, taking care of your skin. And there's something that I've been putting on my skin for the past couple years, a retinol cream or you can get like The Ordinary makes a retinol serum. And retinol is super healthy for your skin, but it also makes you kind of have like a snake skin situation while your skin acclimatizes to the retinol. So I've been using the retinol. I'm a little bit snakeish. No one's around to see. It's fine. Just me and some really well-filtered Instagrams just joking. I like never share selfies on Instagram. The other thing that I'm learning about myself is I still wear makeup every day. I do. I'm home alone. Maybe we'll see the delivery guy when he knocks on the door. I don't know. Maybe someone will stop by. Probably not. But I am wearing mascara. I'm wearing the good eyeliner. And you know what I'm learning? I just enjoy this. I enjoy being a little bit glamorous and I can see my future self. I'm an old woman. I'm wearing a muumu because I don't want any like constricting clothing. but I have a bouffon and some red lipstick because I am glamorous inside guys, and I want to remind myself. And one that we often marry to the idea of self-care and taking care of your skin and your body is wellness. And wellness, I mean, I'm not someone who's ever done like an hour workout. I try to go on the treadmill and get my heart rate going a few times a week. One thing that I'm really getting back into is stretching. At the end of the day, I just go on the carpet and do a good stretch. You guys, when you start stretching, you pay attention to where you're holding all that tension in your body. Because that emotional stress we feel, it manifests in the physical stress if we don't help it unknot and move throughout our body so my fitbit actually says that i haven't really changed much in my activity levels because i would work every day when the kids were at school and now i parent for a week and then i work for a week so i'm still trying to keep up my goal my personal goal that i've always had of working out three times a week and what i learn in doing this is that i never regret doing an exercise i know it sounds like i am just some exercise robot Unfortunately, the science is true. Exercise is good for your mental health. It's good for you. And if I pay attention, I notice at the end of the day that I feel restless. And if I feel like something was missing in my day, it was probably me moving my body. So one thing that this is bringing me back into for my simple on purpose life is that I need to pay more attention to getting it done when the kids are at school, when we get back to a regular school situation, because I feel better because of it. Shopping has been a strange one for me because I want to honor our postal workers who are inundated by packages. I want to shop local where possible, but also like places aren't really open. When isolation first hit, I feel like a lot of us had this kind of panicky feeling inside, like, do we have enough jogging pants? Do we have enough toilet paper? Do we have the fancy soap that we really don't want to be without? And do I need another laptop? Like, are my kids going to be taking up my work computer? Because I'm not cool with that. So I have been online shopping. Some of the things I bought, myself a new bra, because after five years <laughs> my current bra that I've been wearing pretty you know we all have the bra the bra we love the bra we always wear and I put it on the other day I'm like oh it has this extra special strap I never noticed I've owned it for like five years the underwires fell out I'm still wearing it and then I realized like oh no it's not an extra strap it just fell apart <laughs> and so it's time Shauna it's time to invest in a new bra so I got a new bra It's coming in the mail i got some lush soap and some lush shampoo and some bath bombs because i'm glamorous but i'm also eco-friendly i did get the refurbished laptop i splurged out of our savings so nobody will touch my work computer that's just like a no-fly zone guys i thought about new jogging pants but i mean i already have more than five pairs so really like i can't be greedy but in person i've been spending all of my money at the dollar store for one they're open they're here they're providing us a service I need all the glue sticks I can get and I just really want to support this business and get all the craft supplies as possible so that my kids can keep crafty they love it but I think if we pay attention to how we're shopping during a pandemic we're gonna learn something about ourselves and shopping used to be kind of like a habit for me a coping habit something that made me feel great and I've worked probably over the past 10 years on really challenging this and paying attention to it But it can be really easy to switch to a place where you indulge. And it can be really easy when this place is founded from kind of a scarcity mentality. And I've talked about scarcity and abundance before. I'll link that episode in the show notes. But one thing that I'm paying attention to is my scarcity feeling that my kids need more or I need something to enjoy. And I'm really challenging these assumptions because I want to be mindful that I want to help the economy if I have money for something and I need it. I can buy it, but I don't want to be buying from a place of panic, which comes from a scarcity mindset. And I want to be buying things intentionally, like just continuing on as a happy four. But man, I'm really just um, kind of digging into these mindsets for myself all over again. Homemaking is another subject that's getting its day on Instagram, too, because there's one camp that says, now is a great time. Declutter your whole house and organize it and spring cleaning. And the other is like, just use all of the paper plates and get takeout and you don't have to do anything, just rest. I think we can all be somewhere in the middle and something that helps me be in the middle is wearing shoes. And I've shared this in another episode about how to be more productive. I'll link that in the show notes. But if I put running shoes on, I have house shoes, then I get things done. I get my steps in, I'm getting things done, not like extreme things. I mean, like getting the laundry through and doing the dishes but all in my shoes because it makes me faster. (laughs) Like my five-year-old. I wish my shoes lit up and I could run around and people would comment on it. That would be awesome. The other day, not to brag, gonna brag, I raked the lawn and I wore jeans all day. My husband was like, what did I do to deserve this? You're just the best. Is it Valentine's Day? And I was like, no, I'm just that amazing. What I am learning all in all is that things are pretty much the same when it comes to homemaking. It takes some a pep talk for myself. Um, I am happy when I get it done, but I can also be happy when I don't get it done. If I turn into a stress case because the floors need to be swept and the dishes need to be done, then I'm just ruining the day for myself because I was the one who didn't do those things, right? I can still just turn on the movie and hang out with the kids. I can do that. It's totally my choice. So things are pretty much the same. I try to have loose expectations, but also really be open with myself on the way that I can get things done in my day because like I just know, I feel better when I do it. Friendships are something that are really shining through during isolation. And it makes me think back to the time when I was isolated in new motherhood, like many of us are when we become new moms or we have a baby. It's a real like inward time where we're kind of homebound. And self-bound and we we are a little bit more isolated and in those times we turn to social media because social media feels social we can go online we can talk to people it kind of meets the need without us realizing that there's a little bit something missing and that's connection like connection where I can rely on you I feel seen by you and vice versa experiencing friendship in isolation makes me see that I was really relying on social situations in order for me to touch base with my friends, see my friends. And we're all working really hard to be more mindful of checking in, checking in with each other, starting the group chats, that kind of thing. And really, I don't feel like I'm a good friend during isolation because my day is consumed by kids schooling and then work and then kids schooling and then work. I need to be really mindful about making an effort to say hey to my people show up for my people check in with them and if my best friend Sophie taught me one thing it's that phone calls go a long way phone calls are just they're the new texting guys phone a friend have an actual conversation with them plan a distant coffee date these things are really valuable if I could sum it up What I'm remembering and relearning about friendship that isolation has taught me is that you really can't wait for your friends to text you. You got to reach out to them. If there's people that you feel like you want to be connecting with and why don't they text me or call me, you need to do that. You need to be the person that does that. And look for ways that you can show up and love them and they can show up and love you without it meeting all of this criteria that uh, my friend should be doing this and I should be doing that. Like just look for what's already happening that is love and is friendship and it's available to you right now. I'm going to break it up into a part two now. I'm going to share in the next episode all about isolation and what it's teaching me in work, in my marriage, in my motherhood, and in my mental health. So hop on over to the next episode when you're ready.